Gruesome Herzog, the voice of horror. Hello everyone, this is Gruesome Herzog. My very special guest is producer, director, Thomas Newman. You might know who he is. He's a genius behind Bong of the Dead. He has a new film coming up sometime in the near future called Deadsville. Thomas, how the hell are you? I'm doing very, very well, my friend. How are you, Scott? Great. Um, before we get to the Deadsville update, one thing I will say, when I got the screener of Bong the Dead a while ago, I've noticed a, I would say, a firestorm. Bong the Dead seems to be one of the favorites on the internet and all over the globe. Now, one thing I will say, um, there's three zombie films. See, I classify, when I review a movie, if I pick a top three movies of 2011, it's for each category. There's three films. That's my three favorite comedy zombie films. That's what I call yours. Because it's a zombie film, it's comedy, and some serious. But, Bong the Dead, we have uh, one of my favorites this year. We have um, Beverly Lane, and I also have one called um, Deadheads. These three are my favorite films I've seen this year as far as the zombie films. Congratulations. I love Bong the Dead. You know, I can't say it enough. I mean, it's like a virus. This thing spread so quickly. You did it all by yourself, basically. i seen the video that you did. We did an interview a while back. And what happens with that is all the hard work that you've done for Bong the Dead, people see what you did on a little bit of money to get it started, and actually, all the work that you did in Bong the Dead, they see a talent now that anybody is willing to take a risk. Hey, you know what? He did it. It's successful. Let's throw ourselves and help him out for the next film. Is that about correct? That's absolutely correct, man. You know, um, with, with Bong of the Dead, too, I think the reason people are responding so well to it is because, quite honestly, two weeks before I even started editing it, I had already put up the website, and I was beginning the promotions back then. And this is now almost four years we're talking, because I was in post for two and a half of it, and then after that, it was uh, about a year and a bit. And even currently, till this very second, <laughs> I'm still promoting Bong of the Dead, even though I'm jumping on to Deadsville, it's kind of now like doing double teaming the films. But I think the reason people are responding so well to it is because I'm a real guy, man. You know, they're, they're seeing a real dude who still works his crap jobs, who still struggles, who still has a dream and hasn't given up, and I refuse to give up. You know, so I think people see that and they see a bit of me in themselves. Perhaps some of them quit uh, because of whatever life had to deal with them. Um, perhaps others are still, and I mean, I get fan mail from people that, that tell me that you inspire me so much because I'm a filmmaker, this is what I'm trying to do, and when I write your blogs, it just, you know, so I think it's cool. People are connecting with me as an individual, and they happen to like my work because, uh, well, I guess I do good work. <laughs> well, that's exactly right. You know, you, you know, there's a lot of young filmmakers that make movies on low budget, and I admire people like you you know, because you have a baby here that you work your freaking ass off to get the thing made. And then you all you got to do, you actually never really sit back because I know you. You're more of a, let's get them. Let's not quit. Let's keep pushing, pushing. And it pays off because of, I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's like people see Bong the Dead. I mean, it's funny. When I first mentioned Bong the Dead to people around my area, the first thing they do is, is they laugh. <laughs> because Bong of the Dead. 
I said, correct. He goes, and I always get the same thing. Oh, another zombie film? I said, look, before you make that bold statement, how about you go get yourself a copy, you watch it, and then you come back to me and tell me, oh, another zombie film. And the ones I've, I've talked to have gotten it. They come back to me and say, you know what, Scott? I'm going to start listening to your podcast on your reviews because you nailed it. You know, and, and it's nice to hear that, you know, but, you know, you have to, people have to really have to see for themselves and a lot of these review sites, you know, like, you know my whole thing about the reviews. If I don't care for a film, I'm not going to review it because just for that simple case, somebody might take your word every word for word and say, oh, if Grissom doesn't like it, then I, I'm not going to like it. So I don't go down that road. I respect everybody's baby. And I'm not, I'm not here to say, to steer him away. And with Bong the Dead, back to that again, it's just amazing. I can watch that film over and over and over because it's funny, it's clever, it's quick, to the point. You know, it's funny. With Bong the Dead... Lot, yeah, with Bong the Dead, you watch it one time, you're focused on the storyline. Obviously, you're going to miss some things. It's human nature. So when you go back to watch it the second time, oh, I didn't see it the first time. Let's watch it a third time. And it's amazing that the way you made this film, there's certain things that it doesn't stick out right away, but then mm-hmm. when you watch it again, then you notice it. And, yeah. the, and the more times you watch it, I'm sorry, we're all getting off track. We'll talk about Deadsville shortly. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. But it just the fact of the matter is, it's a clever job for the budget that you had, you know. And that's what I admire about Bong the Dead is to, you know, is to the the my reviews are based on budgets and what I like. I don't base it on, oh well, you know, it's an independent low budget film. How good can it be? I want to tell you something. Bong the Dead is probably better than a lot of films getting released today. That's that they spend a lot more money on that you won't catch me dead watching. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I, I said to you, I said to everybody I talked to, you know, like Nightmare on Elm Street the remake. I have that movie now for however long it's been out. I have not watched it yet, and it's not because Robert England's not El- Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. I am a big independent supporter. Mm-hmm. You know, and and what comes to my desk, I watch first. Independence always first. That's awesome. So, man. Bong of the Dead to me is. You are a newcomer that has heart, strength, power, ambition, and I can just imagine what Deadsville is going to be like. So go right ahead. Um, you did send a press release on Wire Service Canada. I'm reading it right now. But if you want to give the listeners an idea of the updates on Deadsville, you know, an idea For sure. of all that stuff. For sure, for sure. Uh, well, Deadsville is my next epic zombie uh, action horror film, if you will, and this time the beautiful backdrop for it is the Wild West. I've always been a fan of Western films ever since uh, uh, the, the Clint Eastwood Spaghetti Westerns, the Sergio Leone ones, and quite honestly to myself, ever since those series, I have not seen a Western film to date that has made me go, oh wow, you know that's that's awesome. That you know, I just I don't I think we're missing the grit. I think we're missing the dirt. I think we're missing a lot of the key elements that they had back in those Western films, including a wicked plot and great performances and everything else. Right. Um, one thing that absolutely just kills me about Western films in general nowadays is how goddamn clean everything looks. And that just drives me absolutely insane when I see these actors that are meant to look, you know, pretty and beautiful with their, you know, the makeup. And it's like, come on, 
even the villains, you know, their teeth are perfect. And it's just, that kills me. It's like, that wasn't the fucking Wild West. You know, that's right. not how things were. And there's a new series, Hell on Wheels by AMC, that, you know, I was told by friends, like, oh, you got to watch this. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. I watched it, and I couldn't get my mind around the fact that everyone was so goddamn clean. You know, and their costumes were so clean. It's just like these people, you can tell, are spending time in their trailers uh, until they're called out on set to do the scene. And then they have about 15 people hovering around them, fucking powder puffing them. Yeah. So, you know, it just kills me. It's like, yeah, it's not how it should be. So the way I want to, you know, approach Deadsville is do a true grit and to the sense, a true grit genre mash of, uh, which I'm a big fan of, as you know, I mean, Bong of the Dead was a genre mash. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe being one type of director. That's why I kind of like to reach and kind of do, you know, a variety of film kind of genres in one because it just makes sense in my mind. And thankfully, people have uh, been attracted to that. They like it. So Deadville, uh, again, is a Western uh, horror action zombie film. And the premise of it is uh, basically 1859, there is a town called Famine, and it's located in the Arizona desert. And this town is going bankrupt for whatever reason. The mines are shutting down, so this, this town is going under, and the town's desperate. Uh, so an opportunity arrives from the rail company that basically gives them the off- offer that, hey, you know, we're going to drop rail tracks right to your town, um, and this will help it thrive again. Problem is, the area that they want to drop the rail tracks through is basically right dead smack in the middle of Apache Indian Territory, and it's active. That's in there's tribes down there, and they're living their lives, going about their own business. Now, the town of Famine happens to be run, uh, although it has a mayor, the mayor's kind of a pussy, he's a pushover. The town is run by the sheriff, really, and his corrupt uh, son who runs his own gang. So they are more the outlaws than they are the law of this town. They keep the town under their fingers, basically. Um, When they get the news that they can have this railway come to their town, the sheriff decides to hold a town meeting and persuades the entire town, with the exception of the blacksmith, that uh, we need to wipe out them Indians. You know, we got to get rid of the Apache, basically, clean them out, kill kill them all, and uh, build this railway so that we can survive. Well, as I said, everyone's on board except the blacksmith who storms out, um, and then the story basically unfolds. Uh, The sheriff goes ahead with the plan, and they ride out and completely annihilate, and we're talking a Saban Private Ryan meets the Wild West type of sequence here, where blood and gore and guts and action is just through the roof, because... I think it needs to be done. It needs to be done updated. You know, right. Because I still haven't seen that in, in Western films, even to date, where they capture... I mean, think about the weaponry that they were using back then, man. That's some brutal shit, and it makes for great splatter. You know, exactly. So, so they, you know, they annihilate this, this tribe and kind of kill everybody, and they end up taking um, uh, basically his wife, who happens to be pregnant. Uh, they, they let her go because she's wounded, figuring, oh, she's just going to die off. And then they kidnap him, himself, the main character. And this guy is like a standing almost seven feet tall. He's a hulk, a giant man. And they figure, man, this is the, a freak. We've never seen an Indian this big, so we're going to take him back to town and sell him at, the sta- at a slave auction for a few bucks. So they kidnap him and uh, bring him back to town. And luckily for him, the blacksmith buys him because he feels pity for him and right. kind of takes him under his, under his wing. And, you know, a few months go by where this Indian's kind of working for the blacksmith um, in town. Well, one day, the sheriff's uh, corrupt son and his uh, posse members, one or two or what have you, uh, brutally rape the blacksmith's daughter and leave her for dead. After that happens, the town wants justice. So when they are up in arms asking for justice, swift justice, the sheriff, being as corrupt as he is, 
and his son frame the blacksmith's uh, Indian, saying oh. that it was him. And they drag him to the courtyard, of course, letting the town folk go to town on him, and uh, they murder him and burn him and what have you, and leave his corpse to rot in the sun. The day after, well, that night during the full moon, his pregnant wife returns with a shaman, and they steal his corpse and take him back into the hills where they drop some voodoo shit on him and bring him back to life. So he comes back as this ass-kicking, seven-foot-tall beast with vengeance, riding a bull, basically, that pumps lava through its veins, and he comes to town, and this time he's bringing with him all his dead ancestors, who he also raises from the ground as zombies, riding wild horses that are breathing fire, you name it. And they come to town in an all-out bloody battle, unlike anything you've ever seen before. And yes, I'm going to say it, it's all going to be done in 3D. Because I don't give a shit what anybody says about, oh, it's a gimmick, 3D is a gimmick. I think people need to wake the hell up. 3D is the forefront of technology and film. You know, we had 2D, now we have 3D. And as Martin Scorsese said, you know, we see in 3D, we live in 3D, we touch everything in 3D, so it's just natural. So to me, having that type of technology available, especially to independent filmmakers such as myself, why the hell wouldn't I? Because you could always down-convert to 2D, whereas if you shoot it in 2D, try to up-convert it, I'm sorry, that's cop-out, looks like shit. So Deadsville is being scripted and storyboarded to be shot exactly in 3D. So we're shooting to please the audience and the camera. So blood spatters, uh, you name it, uh, arrows, tomahawks, bullets, dirt, dust, everything is designed to come out at you. Oh, so wow. that's the plan. That's Deadsville in a nutshell. And yeah, it's it's going to be epic. It's just something that I've always wanted to do. And I've had the script rolling around in my head, even when I was working on Bond of the Dead. Um, but the problem is, I wanted to save Deadsville for being able to have a budget. I knew I could pull Bond of the Dead off the ground for five grand, and I swore that I'd never want to do that again because it's the unhealthiest thing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. And the commitment and drive behind it, I mean, it's just... I, but I love it. Don't get me wrong, I absolutely love it. But Deadsville... Now that I have a fan base, now that I have distributors who are uh, who seen potential because they released my film, I have relationships, so they're anticipating my next film. Now that I have all this behind me and I have Bong of the Dead under my belt, I know that I'm able to get the funds that are that I need to get uh, Deadsville off the ground. So we're going to be doing an Indiegogo campaign. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but Indiegogo.com uh, is a brilliant website that's designed to allow the, ind- the independent filmmaker or the ind- independent entrepreneur or whatever it is that you're trying to fund, it's called fan funding. You allow the fans to pay for your production. And I think this is brilliant. I believe this is the wave of the future because as a fan, you're catering to what you want. It's like going to a video store that has empty shelves on it and dropping $10 down saying, make me a comedy, action, uh, zombie horror film. I'll be back. Right. It gives the fans a hand in actually producing a film, which is brilliant. So I'm going to use fan funding to shoot a trailer coming up this spring, and we're going to be shooting that in Canada. Um, I have a Western town secured. I have horses, stuntmen, you name it. Um, and everything's just falling into place. So once I shoot this trailer for Deadsville, and it's going to be an extended trailer, so it won't just be a quickie trailer. It's going to give you chunks of the film to give you the full story to make you go, holy crap, that looks like a film I want to see. By using that, then I'm going to do a second Indiegogo campaign, and at the same time, I'm going to shop it to my distribution partners and get pre-sales and say, hey, guys, here's a film. Here's the trailer for it. Uh, I need some funding to shoot the actual film itself, and I want to shoot it in Arizona because the story takes place in Arizona. The Tucson uh, Film Studio is in Arizona, old Tucson studio, which is gorgeous backdrop, unbelievable, over 75 buildings built 
to suit the era, all three dimensions, interior, exterior. I mean, every major film that you've ever seen has been shot there. It's a western, and I want to be uh, I want to be setting foot on that soil to film Deadsville, hopefully by 2012. And that's the dream, and that's what I'm trying to push right now, and that's the word I'm trying to get out to just get support from fans to come to Indiegogo and uh, help us out when the when the site goes live for that campaign. You know, right now I got the fan page on Facebook. We're asking people to like, and we're just asking the same thing, man. The same thing I did with Bong. Just spread the word like a virus. And as you said, Bong and the Dead caught on like a virus because that was the point. That was the reason for tweeting nonstop and Facebooking. Thank right. God for social media. You know? Exactly. You know, and, and thank- people like you, and people like you. Let me throw that in there. Who do that? Who help us get the word out? Um, because you genuinely enjoy it, not just because. You know, I haven't offered you jack shit. I didn't make any side deals with you. I just. You know, said, "Hey, I have another film," and because Bong the Dead did what it did for 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 myself, and it was through venues like yours, I figured, "Hell, man, you got to know about Deadsville." So, thank you for having me. No problem. You know, and, and do you want to mention about the IMDb? You mentioned you posted on Facebook. Yeah, IMDb basically, um, as some people are aware, have the star rating on there. Um, I mean, I love the fact that people can go to IMDb and leave a review. I love the fact that Bong of the Dead has, you know, I'm talking thousands and thousands and thousands of fans. It literally does. I mean, it's getting great reviews on torrent sites, for God's sakes. It's being downloaded <laughs> and pirated. And people are making their own artwork. It's amazing. So it has all this following, you know. But the problem is the people that are, you know, pricks in this world who have failed at something that want to leave bad comments are the ones that will go out of their way to find your IMDb page and they will put a negative comment on there to drive down your star rating because they're jealous. Unfortunately, I need the ones that saw Bong of the Dead and love Bong of the Dead to please go to IMDb and just leave a review for us because these negative motherfuckers out there are driving our stars down and it's giving it a bad rating. So I'm just pleading with my fans, if you support me, if you support Bong of the Dead and you love what you saw, please help us out. Go to IMDb.com, Google Bong of the Dead, and where it says reviews, please give us a star rating and be honest. I'm not asking you to go there to log in and give me a fake rating. I just need us to beat the negativity because, as usual, I put up with it before I had Bong of the Dead. I put up with it during Bong of the Dead, and I'm putting up with it now. People who have failed at their dreams who attack those of us who try. And it's sad, you know. I, I just, But again, if it wasn't for those type of people, Scott, I wouldn't have made Bong of the Dead. As you can see in my credits, read at the very end of it and look at the last set of people that I thank. And it's for all those that said no and all those who tried to stop me. Bring right. it on. Bring and, it also, on. <laughs> and also, you can mention the listeners, too. Also on Bong the Dead IMDb, if you go down to the bottom and you click on external reviews, and they also, you know, the ones that haven't seen the film, they have an option to go in there and listen to, listen or read other reviewers of Bong the Dead. If you guys, you know, want to get a variety of reviewers, there is quite a few up there, so that's a good idea for people who don't, who hasn't seen Bong the Dead and are interested. Absolutely, absolutely. IMDb is great for that, right? But again, like like YouTube too, you know, it's just this is why is the world this way? Who knows? The only thing I can claim it to is people who just uh, have failed. Well, <laughs> you know, and they attack those of us who try and dream because it makes them jealous. I don't know why. Well, you're exactly right because an icon in the movie business said to me one time. He said, Scott, let me tell you something. Anybody who bashes bashes a film is either a failure at acting a failure at movie making and you want to try to make everybody else's life miserable and now you mentioned it I've noticed in IMDB you know if Billy Blackjob is in his film they don't like Billy Blackjob this is a fake, a fake name they will have all their buddies go in there and go one 
one, yeah. one to drive to drive the score down. Because more than likely, it's another another film that's very jealous of what what you've done, and their little posse will all go on an IMDb page. And I know it, it happens. I know for a fact, and I mention no names. It's happened. I've watched it. It's just childish baby games, and IMDb ratings really to me doesn't really ma- doesn't really matter because like it's like you said anybody can give it a low score if they don't like the person but like you yeah. said people who listeners whoever has seen bong the dead if you enjoyed bong the dead do exactly what thomas said feel free to write your review you know and haters hey hop to it you know <laughs> ba- uh, bad pub is good pub because if anybody's going to take the time to go on an IMDb page and bash a film, there has to be some sense that they like the film, or they wouldn't go through all that effort to bash it. Mm-hmm. There and you that's go. the problem. Those that hate, you know, will put in the effort, but those that love it kind of become, you know, that although they're supported, they kind of perhaps go, well, you know, I watched it, they did my part, and I really liked it. They need to share that information. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, thankfully for every one hater that, that I have, anyways, there's about 100 uh, positive, you know, so it's not like they're winning any kind of battle. It's not like there is any kind of battle. I just uh, I just think it's important that if you truly enjoyed the film, to spread that word and help just keep further pushing this film to where I needed to get to. Oh, know? man, we smoked all the pot. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty bad, but you got my drift on that one. But you know what's really funny? I just—I uh, don't know if you saw it on my Facebook, but I just posted a clip of Bong of the Dead dubbed in German, and oh. it was the funniest thing I've ever seen, man. It's unbelievable. It's actually they hired some incredible voice talent. They put so much effort. My German distribution partners, I'm talking about, they put so much effort into. The poster art. I mean, these guys went all out, man. And I sent him an email last night. like, hey, I just, I can't believe what you guys did for me for Bong of the Dead in regards to even hiring actors that sounded like my actors and re ADRing the film in German. <laughs> you know, and that's they're, funny. It was incredible. If you get a chance, take a look at the clip. I will. Funniest thing I've ever seen. I'll definitely um, do that. But there's also other clips. I mean, I always put out an open invite to people, too. You know, if they want to Facebook friend me, uh, please do. My name is Thomas Newman, and just make sure you just put in T-H-O-M-A-S and then N-E-W-M-A-N and uh, find me on Facebook. I friend anyone, you know, because you never know. You may need me. I may need you, and it's all about connections. Exactly right. right. All it's about. That's why it's a network. It's a social network. And to me, social networking is the bloodline that made Bong of the Dead go global because of all the people that I've met and all the fan stuff that I get it's amazing I'm just so blown away by it and I'm so happy you know that I have that which is why I decided it's time to do Deadsville and once again I can do it outside of the studio model because now I have following now I have fans now I have people who are standing behind me it's not just me by myself you know yeah. it, it's just uh, I'm kind of anxious to see Deadsville now because of what you talked about and what you explained and you're right probably the last western that I've watched is any good and it, this goes way back, 1985. Clint Eastwood's Pale Rider. Yeah, yeah. See, they just Eastwood came in, he kicked ass, and once he left, the Western genre has just failed time and time again. Man, yep. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yep. You know, and now I'm anticipating. I think Tarantino's got one coming out. I'm anticipating, and I'm anticipating the Red Dead Redemption with Brad Pitt, and I hope. That they don't disappoint because I just I can't take any more goddamn clean westerns. I know. 
you got, you got dirt, you got dirt blowing around, and they're clean. <laughs> when they were doing the spaghetti westerns with Eastwood, they were even talking about how they slept outside. They slept in the dirt. There was no "Where's my trailer?" type of crap. You know, it's just like they lived the role. Yep. You know, and now it's just like we have unions, and we have oh no, we can't sleep outside. They're scorpions. You know, like come on. Yep. I'm sure <laughs> it's missing the grit, or perhaps they're trying to create more jobs for makeup. You know, nothing against makeup. My best friend is one of the best makeup artists in the industry, but perhaps that's what it is. You know, we can't let them naturally get dirty because hell, who's gonna make them look like dirt? You know, fake. I don't yeah. get it. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to bring something different. Again, that's why I'm doing a genre mash because that's my favorite thing to do. And having a western horror action zombie film. When was the last time you saw that? You know, to me, that's niche and that's something cool that I believe people are gonna totally love when you see the hordes of real zombie Indians coming out of the ground with their, you know, the, you know, rotten body parts and the beautiful Apache kind of body, hair, hair, like you know, the whole shebang. And we're not gonna do it with CG. We're gonna be doing it practically. That's why I want to do it budgeted. That's why I decided to do it with a budget from day one. Because, uh, you know, I did Bong of the Dead with minimal CG because that's what I wanted to do and that's how I wanted to get through the film and it had that graphic novel that I was going for. Mm-hmm. This will be the same idea. This is going to be a diff- you know, a different approach and it'll still be a graphic novel look to a film with vibrant colors and, you know, I'm going to be editing it again myself. Um, the, I don't care. You know, I'm a in-the-basement type of guy. I enjoy being in my dark space, being creative and working on a film. Rodriguez still does it and, you know, he's one of my icons. And I think that's how it should be. You know, right. the director who shot the stuff should be the guy cutting it. You should not be handing this information to someone beside you who's looking at a book, who's reading notes. It's just like it does. I don't know. I don't get it. You know what I mean? Right on. I, I don't understand. get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the passion will come out more clean if it's uh, it's a continuous line. And you don't break that. You know. Well, see, there's one thing that we have a lot in common. You have the passion for making films. I have mm-hmm. a passion for. Reviewing films. That's a good marriage. <laughs> That's an excellent marriage. <laughs> but anyways, Thomas, thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks for contacting me. Uh, Deadsville, I think it's going to be huge. You think Bong the Dead was huge? This time I'm going to have a budget. <laughs> That's what I'm well, hoping for anyway. Well, I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about the fan base is just going to multiply. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, for sure. Well, it's again, it's different, right? Which is cool. Dare to be, to be different. You know? mm-hmm. We've all seen the same story over and over again. So, you got it. Well, thanks a lot. Um, Anytime. I will um, try to post updates, as, you know, when I get them, mm-hmm. and uh, I will do my best. And uh, this interview is going to help out a lot. I think people can get an idea of what you're talking about. And uh, when the IMDb page does get set up. Mm-hmm. I will post a link on this interview where you can click on it and uh, so forth. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I'm going to get that IMDb page up as soon as possible. This time, uh, they, they know I'm a real filmmaker, whereas with Bong, it took so long because <laughs> they weren't convinced it was a real movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was global. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thomas. Thank, Thank you. you very much. My pleasure. Take care of yourself. Rusum Herzog, the voice of horror.